I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Welcome to Get Connected. This month's theme is unusual kindness for the month of November. And today, this episode is titled, Never Forget Kindness. With more of this exciting word is Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. It's interesting that the world does not describe you truly. They know you just by what you do, not who you are. Let me give you some example. To the doctor, I'm a patient. To the lawyer, I'm a client. To the editor, I'm a subscriber. To the retailer, I'm a shopper. To the educator, I'm a student. To the manufacturer, I'm a dealer. To the politician, I'm a constituent. To the banker, I'm either a depositor or a borrower. To sports promoter, I'm a fan. To the airlines, I'm a passenger. Even to the ministers, to pastors, I'm a parishioner. To the military, I am a number or I am a soldier. But this is where I get better. To God, I'm a child. I want to welcome you to this this, this unusual uh, season God has brought us in. Very unusual in the sense that kindness is waning away in the life of people. And we have to rediscover kindness. In fact, the Bible tells us that we should be kind-hearted. Be kind to one another. Tender-hearted. That's what the Bible tells us. Be kind to one another. Tender-hearted. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. Be kind to one another. Tender-hearted. God is kind. And you must never forget that. God is a kind God. God is kind. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 13, 4, it says, love is patient and is kind. In other words, love is kind. May I suggest to you that it is possible for you to be nice and not to be kind. Because to be nice is is, is, is not the same thing as to be kind. You can be nice and not be kind. But it is not possible for you to be kind and not be nice. In fact, the word kind gives birth to this word, mercy, graciousness, goodness. You see, 
when you are kind, it's expected of you to be gracious. When you are kind, it's expected of you to be merciful. Moses wanted God to show him his glory in Exodus 33. And God spoke to Moses. He said, I will let my goodness pass before you. In other words, my kindness will pass before you. And when God started describing his goodness or his kindness, the first attribute that he mentioned was merciful. God is a merciful God. And then he says gracious. So brothers and sisters, you are, and I are called to be kind. And in our, it's not just to be speaking kindly, you know, but to be acting kindly. Sometimes a lot of people will say they are kind. What they are saying is they are nice. There is no way you can be kind that you will be seeking vengeance. There is no way you can be kind that you will be destroying other people's reputation. There is no way you can be kind that you will be doing things to hurt somebody else. Because kindness means you are merciful, you are gracious, you are patient. You see, these are the attributes of kindness. Not only that, you are generous. To be kind is to be generous. To be generous is important. Now, you can be generous and not be kind. But you can't be kind and not be generous. There are some people that are generous because they want something from you. Especially when they need something from you. You know, they will be generous. In fact, the re- one, of the re- one of the things that promote bribery is generosity that is based on expectation. Oh, I'm just trying to be generous. So they go and give the person money because they know two days later they are coming back to ask for a favor. That's not kindness. Kindness means being generous to people that cannot pay you back. They have no ability to pay you back or they did not even know you are the one that provided it. That's kindness. God is calling the church of Jesus Christ back to the place of kindness. We have gone through tumultuous time as we were coming through a very difficult, very contentious very divisive election. We also are hit at the same time with pandemic that makes all of us to kind of scatter and churches close down. No, we should not allow kindness to close down. It is kindness that we reopen the church. It is kindness that we grow your church. It is kindness that we grow your business. It is kindness. It's not being nasty. God, listen, we can, we, we can, we can raise our fists and, and go around with bull horns and yell and scream and, dem, de, uh, and, and demonize the other person. That will only diminish you. It cannot increase you. If you want God to lift you up, be kind. The Bible tells us in Micah chapter 6, verse 8, it says, God, he has shown you, O man, what is good and what the Lord requires of you. Micah chapter 6, verse 8. And he listed three things that God requires of you. He said, to love justice, 
to love kindness and to walk humbly before your God. Three things that God requires of every believer. Number one, justice. Justice. What does justice mean? Means you don't, you don't, you don't walk down or you don't walk upon the, the defenseless. Be the voice for the voiceless. Let there be justice for people. Be just. You cannot be a man that is, or a woman that is filled with the spirit of kindness and you are a racist or you talk other people down. Now, a lot of people would think, oh, only this group are racist against this group. It can go any side. Black can be a racist against white. White can be racist against black or brown, whatever the case may be. God wants his church to be filled with kind people, not just nice people. And that is why I am asking you, are you a kind person? Can you answer that question? Are you kind? Now, you can go around and say you are kind. It is people that we attest to it that you are kind. You can say it all you want. I'm a kind person. I'm a kind person. If people are not going around saying you are kind, I can guarantee you the best you are is that probably you are nice to some people. People should be able to say you are a kind person because you bear the name of God. And if you are not born again, I want to encourage you, accept Christ into your life as your Lord and personal Savior, outside of whom you can never be kind. If you are not in Christ, there is no way you can be kind. And the reason I said that is that Kindness is a fruit of the spirit. Niceness is a sociological term that you will never find in the Bible. You are called to be kind. I am called to be kind. And kindness starts with me. Kindness starts with you. Think about it, brothers and sisters in Christ. If we begin to show the attribute of kindness... If we begin to show the, 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 the world that we are a group of kind people, no building will be too big to contain the people that will be trooping to our church. America is a kind nation by the way it was formed. Sailing into America, into New York, is a woman with a lamp in her hand. And she said, bring me your tired Bring me your wounded, and so on and so forth. I don't know how many church in America can say, bring me your tired. Bring me the one that is down and out. If the nation's symbol is give, bring me your tired, why can't we find such people in our city? Where are, where, where are those people in the, in the body of Christ? People that we that we stand and, and exhume and demonstrate that poem by Emma Lazarus that is found on the Lady Liberty in New York Harbor. Kindness should not be only under the feet of Lady Liberty. Kindness should come to our homes. Kindness should come to our churches. Kindness should come to our place of work. Hear me. America is a kind nation. That is the DNA. To be an American is to be kind. And when people start saying they are defending it and they are not kind, I wonder who is the real American? The one who is nasty or the one who is kind? Because America by nature 
and by DNA of this nation is a kind nation. There is no other nation under this planet that have sent their own citizens to go and, and defend the cause of another nation more than United States. There is no nation in the world that has blessed other nations at the expense of their own comfort than America. That's why when we stand and we say, God bless America, we mean it because it's a kind nation. And to be American is to be kind. I'll be right back after this. Thank you so much, Bishop. Bishop, this message on, on never forgetting kindness is one that is literally changing nations. Yes. And causing us to be set free. Yes. Thank you so much, Bishop. Amen. We'll be back with more of this powerful word after these announcements. If you need food or know someone who does, you are welcome to come to our Kingdom Connection Food Bank. We are open every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. The address is 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora. For more information, you may contact us at 720-859-1737. All are welcome. Join us and be our special guest at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Sunday services are held at 8.30, 10, and 11.30 a.m. Wednesday Bible study is at 7 p.m. and Friday Glory Night service is at 7 p.m. On this Sunday, November 14th, we will be having a COVID vaccine clinic. If you are an adult, you are welcome to come for your COVID shots or booster shot. And if you are a child, you are welcome to bring your children ages 5 through 11 to receive their COVID vaccine. This will be taking place again this Sunday, November 14th, starting at 8.30 a.m. at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. Our November oil change service will take place on Friday, November 26th at 7 p.m. This is a power-packed monthly anointing and ministry service. Joining Bishop Israel Ade Ajala will be Bishop Bakari from Zaria, Nigeria. If you would like to bless the ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala with your financial support, you may do so by going to adeajalaministries.org and click on Donate. All donations are tax deductible. Welcome back to Get Connected. Bishop, yes. the monthly theme, Unusual Kindness, and today's episode, Never Forget Kindness, is a commanding word both in the spirit realm and in the natural realm. Yes. Bishop, you shared so many wonderful and revelatory um, facts from the Word of God regarding this. But one statement that you made, Bishop, you said kindness is waning away in the lives of people, mm -hmm. including believers. Yes. And we need to rediscover it. Yes. Bishop, how can that be so when in today's world that we live in, after COVID, after mm -hmm. so much, mm -hmm. when we see 
people almost on every street corner mm-hmm. holding signs saying mm-hmm. they're cold, they're hungry, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Bishop, many times... As believers, we've even been guilty of not having the kindness to show people, not just in that situation, Mm -hmm. but in others. What's happened to the church? What's happened to the believers to get us in this place? Well, um, one of the challenges that the church is facing today is um, secular humanism. We have replaced our own idea, and we have placed our own culture above the scripture. And that goes beyond America. It's everywhere now. You will see people defending culture, even when culture is strictly flouting scripture. Believers. You see, that's one. Number two, people are no longer studying the word of God. They are not reading the word of God. There is no problem with iPhone, iPad, iDis, iDat, but you cannot replace it with reading the word of God. The word of God is life, is living, is active. Many people are no longer reading their Bible. It's amazing. It's amazing. We are producing a bunch of, a bunch of biblical illiterate Christians. You know, because you know why? If you are asking anybody about any biblical question, they will just Google it, and Google will put it out there. But it's only Google that knows it. Your spirit doesn't know it. Because if it is not in your spirit, it can't benefit your life. You know, I remember asking a question in our Bible study some weeks ago. Before I finished, people already know the answer, and I know they just went on their phone to type the question. The, the, the problem is the, your iPad is holy, but you that is holding the iPad, you are not holy. Because if it is not in you, you don't have it. This is the danger we have. The danger of technology. Technology have is good part. Without technology, we won't be here today. But it has made people to be lazy. They don't read the word of God. They don't meditate on the word of God. And kindness is a fruit of the spirit. It's not something that you can just do on your own strength until we return to reading the word, until we return to studying of the word, until we return to prayer. It will only get worse. You see, people can now just say anything. And in the midst of it is the fact that we are over-entertained society. We love entertainment. Social media is booming. The people that you don't even, they don't have voice before. Now they have voice and they can just peel out whatever they want. And majority people will just buy it hook, line, and sinker without, and somebody who has no word in them, any word will do. When you don't have a sound word, biblical word in you, any word that comes will satisfy you because you cannot live in vacuum. This is the danger the body of Christ is facing. But the good news is this. God is bringing his revival back into America. The church in America will feel the presence of God again. The power of God will come down upon this nation once again. And the church will no longer follow what is good 
but they will follow what is by biblical. Not everything that is good is biblical. Not everything that sounds good to my brain is biblical. You see, and until I know what is in the Bible, how will I follow it? I have never seen a generation, ever seen a generation that is so illiterate when it comes to Bible, 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 Bible knowledge as the generation we are now. From the pulpit to the pew, people just rank zeros and copy each other's sermon and call it revelation. Sitting down with the word of God and allowing God to speak to us is becoming a thing of the past. And that scares me. In fact, now people even want to sit at home. They say, well, I can watch this service at home. I don't need to go to church no more. Well, the Bible says not forsaking the assembling of one another as some of them did. And what happened to those who did that? They died in the wilderness. Don't copy the world. Brothers and sisters, read your Bible daily. Pray every day. Meditate on the word of God. Ask the Holy Spirit to stir in you the spirit of kindness. Remember, the fruit of the spirit can only manifest in the life of the one that has the spirit of God. The fruit of the spirit in which kindness is one of them. The fruit of the spirit, hear this, can only manifest in the life of a believer who has the spirit. If it's only in your iPad, it can benefit you. You can retrace it, but it's not going to benefit you. If I walk up into the Library of Congress, there's so much information there. And I can get whatever information I want, but it can benefit me unless it's in me. So I have 37,000 translations of the Bible. Just know one, let that one be in your heart. And if it's in your heart, it will be in your life. And if it's in your life, it will be in the society. Because kindness starts with you. Kindness starts with me. When we look at each other in the face and say, we may disagree on, on anything, on many things. But one thing we can't disagree. You are my brother. One thing we can't disagree. You are my sister. One thing we can't disagree. You need love. I need love. You need acceptance. I need acceptance. We all need help. And we all look forward to God to be our help. We can't deny that. When we begin to do that, and we begin to put ourselves at the feet of Christ, to teach us the way of Christ, the heart of Christ, and we pray that the spirit of the living God will come back to our churches, then we will begin to see it. Can you imagine big, big churches in the midst of poverty and people driving their big cars into that same neighborhood and driving out? It does not bother them at all. It doesn't. Why? Because it's a cultural thing to go to church. It's not because the spirit of God compels them. David said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of God. A lot of people go to church reluctantly because if they don't go, maybe the visitation group from the church might come to their house. And so they go. This type of things varies from nation to nation. But I come to announce to you, brothers and sisters, it's not too late for, for us. It's not too late for the church. For the owner of the church is coming back. He's coming to clean his church. And sometimes 
we even now we are feeding our greed instead of, of looking forward. We judge other people that don't have because they don't have faith, we think. Well, it may be true of some, but some just need somebody who will walk with them and encourage them and teach them and be there with them. By the special grace of God, our church will be giving out turkeys into the neighborhood. We are going to give as many as come. We are going to give them turkey. We are going to look for for ways to be a a help. We have in our church, we have uh, uh, what is called beauty beauty ministry. ministry, Where we take women who cannot afford a good uh, uh, Hairstyle. hairstyle And, 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 and we provide for them. We yes. provide food every week. Yes. We provide breakfast in the morning every yes. Sunday. We give help to those. We also train people to become professionals. We cannot just say, oh, God bless you. We are going in. No, no. Kindness is an act, action. It's not just words. Kindness is action. I call on you. Let's start now. Let's start kindness revolution. Now, on Saturday, which is tomorrow, um, November 13, it, it, it is known as World Kindness Day. Yes. And then people will be doing an, random acts act of, of kindness. kindness. But don't let us make it only one day as believer. Every day that is called today is our day that we must show kindness to our yes. brothers and sisters. Let me pray with you before I go. Heavenly Father, I thank you for helping us to realize that whatever we do, if we do not add kindness, we have not touched your heart. Lord, you said to the man, because you did it to one of these, you have done it for me. What? The act of kindness. You visited me in prison. You you gave me clothing. You gave me food. I, I mean, Lord, you've shown us many ways where we can show kindness. Lord, steer our heart and bring the spirit of kindness back into our heart. I pray for the one that is sick, receive your healing. To the one that is discouraged, I speak the, 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 the spirit of joy and joy unspeakable, full of glory, to rest upon you, to lift you out of that dull drum of discouragement. And I speak to the one that is confused right now, that the spirit of God will lead you out of that confusion. I cover you with the precious blood of Jesus and I declare that it is well with you till we meet again next week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737. Thank you.